Queen County Media is sponsored and supported by a group of special businesses and organizations who care about positive journalism and highlighting the best that the Twin Counties has to offer. We are supported by the Rocky Mount Event Center, Rocky Mount Medical Park Pharmacy, Wildwood Furniture, Lighting, and Decor, Happier at Home, Home Health Care, Bullock's Fine Home Furnishings, the Dunn Center at North Carolina Wesleyan University, Fortis Wealth Management, Claire DeLune, Nash Community College, the Small Business Center at Edgecombe Community College, AAA Mini Storage of Rocky Mount, Old North State Coffee Roasters, the Lighthouse Store, Simmons & Harris, Wellingate Apartments, and Metro Maintenance. To become a community partner today, please reach out via email at contact at twincountymedia.com. Welcome back to another episode of the TC Spotlight. My name is Benton Most, host of the TC Spotlight, and today I have a special guest, Kevin McLaughlin, owner-operator of La Rama Beverage Company and La Rama Coffee in downtown Rocky Mount and downtown Wilson. Kevin, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Benton. Absolutely. So where are you from? Originally from Cincinnati, Ohio. Not from the TC. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about your background and uh, how you grew up, you know, did you drink coffee when you were growing up? Did you ever think you're going to be a coffee entrepreneur when you were growing up? Uh, tell me about your background. All right. Um, like I said, originally from Cincinnati, Ohio, um, raised a single parent household, uh, coffee, always very present in the morning time. Um, whole family, extended family. It was, uh, you know, something of ritual, you know, from, from the jump and just, uh, the smell in the house. Uh, always love that. Um, my grandfather actually sold Folgers Coffee uh, for Procter and Gamble back in the day oh, nice. uh, okay. up in Manhattan, and so you could say it's it's in the blood, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, from way back. But uh, but yeah, um, grew up in Cincinnati, went to Miami University in Ohio for undergrad. That's about an hour north of Cincinnati. Uh, majored in public administration. Uh, I knew since high school I wanted to be a city manager. And so that kind of is how I landed in North Carolina. I went um, to graduate school at UNC Chapel Hill, which is among the best in the nation, specifically for local government management, uh, community development. What what program was that? Master of Public Administration. Okay, so it was the MPA. Nice. Mm -hmm. When did you graduate from Chapel Hill? 2011. Okay, that was right when I was getting there. Nice. Go Heels. Yes, go Heels. Good. So, okay, so... um, Where'd you go to college prior to that? Miami University. Okay, Miami, Ohio. yeah. That's right. Um, and that's in Miami. It's in Oxford, Ohio. Yeah. There's not farm, a Miami. farm town on the border of Ohio and Indiana. Okay. I knew there was a Miami uh, University in Ohio, but I didn't know if it was like there was a Miami, Ohio. Yes. It's named after the Miami Native American tribe. Gotcha. That's where that came from. Nice. And we have a whole t-shirt about it. Miami was a university before Florida was a state. Oh, wow. So there's there you a, you know, oh, there's a thing there. Yeah, there's a thing there. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Good. Okay. Um, so that's kind of how you got to North Carolina then. Mm-hmm. What did you do after after your master's program? I was fortunate to get on with the U.S. Uh, government. I was working for the Environmental Protection Agency uh, for four four years um, right out of school. Very good, good job. Just made it clear that being at the federal level behind a desk all day was just not suited for me. Sure. Um, very sure, much sure. a face-to-face, local-driven kind of guy. And yeah. Sometimes you, yeah, you learn through your experience what is for you and what is not. And, you know, that kind of 
propelled me to reconsider this dream of opening a coffee shop that I actually hatched while I was up at Miami of Ohio. There okay. was uh, there was a local shop there called Cofenia, and I, you know, coming to that city and that school, I didn't have any friends, and I felt, you know, a lot of sort of pressure to fit in and be like everyone else, and I didn't feel good about that, so I just started hanging out at this coffee shop, and before I knew it, I was spending all my free time there and, you know, connecting with people and building a sense of community and creativity there, and I just looked around, and I was very amazed by it. It was like a community hub in this city, and I was like, wow, there's something about, you know, coffee and tea. It just brings people together, you know, and, oh, yeah. um, and just the dynamic nature of that space really struck me and you know um, being that I was studying community development and, and seeing it play out in a way that you really wouldn't hear about in school I, I just started to put these pieces together yeah um, and that really stuck with me as I went forward and once I was working for the EPA I was like wow I, I just am missing this face-to-face -face, you know local community work um, so started working on the the business plan um, 2013 and 2014, I started working at a coffee shop in Durham in addition to working at the EPA. So the last- Where was that at? Um, Coco Cinnamon. Okay, gotcha. On Gear Street. And, and they've grown a lot since. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, um, I learned know Learned a well. lot there. It's a good spot. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, uh, learned a lot of my time there. And, you know, it was the last year plus of, of my time with the EPA. I was also working at Coco Cinnamon and just kind of ground truthing this dream. And, you know, I just, it brought me so much life to be with people face to face and be, you know, building community in, in, a, in a different way. So, so yeah, proceeded on um, toward that goal. And um, 2015, early that year, I left um, EPA and, and made it a full-time thing to proceed toward opening Learn Coffee House. And I was looking in Durham, um, even starting in 2014 for a location and, you know, didn't find the right fit. And the more I looked, the more expensive it got to rent space and the oh, numbers yeah. just in weren't downtown Durham. working. Yeah. It was just, it was kind of exploding already and um, more and more coffee shops were opening. So, you know, the next several years I just kept working at different coffee shops and restaurants and really honing my craft and um, looking for the right location and yeah and ultimately had to zoom out and uh, thankfully a friend of a friend owned some buildings in Rocky Mountain and said you know come check it out uh, gotta have an open mind you know downtown you can see the historic beauty and uh, you know the character there but just at this time you know it's not so active so you you, you know you just have to have a, a certain vision for what could be yeah but in a sense too like if you're a first mover in that market I mean, and you're right across from a community college, which I'm sure helps. Mm -hmm. But even then, like, people go out of their way at this point because there isn't a ton going on yet. I'm a firm believer in the positive future that downtown holds. Mm -hmm. But yet, I always say in the yet. Mm -hmm. um, but you're a, you're a draw to downtown. Um, so, I mean, speak to that a little bit. It, so that, that's, that's how you got to the Twin Counties. Yes. Um, talk about the call and how you got connected and what your first thoughts were before you kind of really dug in and said, okay, mm -hmm. this is where I want to be. Yes. So I, I started driving out from Durham every day to meet with people and learn more about this place. Um, of course, I thought downtown was beautiful to look at, but I wanted to learn more about the history and the people and the 
events that you know made it what it is today so i was coming out and meeting with folks every day learning um and then you know at the end of each meeting i would ask people who who else should i be talking to um and that you know both helped me shape my idea of what this coffee house could be and also started to foster relationships that i knew would be necessary to make it work yeah you know i'm very much of the mind that uh a coffee shop can be sort of a cultural hub for a community. It's got to represent the place where it is. So I knew, you know, coming in here, being downtown by the train tracks, I wanted it to be a coming together place. And yeah, yeah. the more I talked to people in this city, the more I learned how few of those sorts of spaces exist, that this place is wonderfully diverse. And yet there aren't so many spaces of intermingling of different communities that there, there wasn't, you know, just a space that represented the whole city, um, and where conversation could flow naturally and that the entry fee was really nothing, you know, it's, right. it's open to everyone, very low price point for a coffee. If you want one, if not, you know, we'll provide you one. It's, it's, it's really about the, the people that, you know, give the space um, yeah, yeah. life and, and what can come from the conversations that are held there. Yeah, that's a great way of sort of summarizing downtown in general is, you know, it's kind of got, it, you can look at it two ways, either the tracks divide or they kind of bring us together. And so that's what I've always admired about Larima is just, you know, you're clearly pro community and you love bringing people together of all walks of life. So that's, that's something that we, that we admire about, you know, you and your business. Um, but I want to ask you something personal. So you, you seem like you're a little bit of an introvert. Would you agree or not or disagree? Hmm. Uh, I think I'm right on the border. Yeah, in between? Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's kind of both for me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it, maybe right people or, you know, right context, or maybe you have some Larama beer and you open up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I'm, and I say that because I'm like, I'm on the extreme opposite. Like I'm a, an extreme extrovert until I get burned out and then I just need to go sleep and mm -hmm. start a new day. But um, how, how have you married kind of that, your, you know, your personality style with a coffee shop, which like you said, I mean, it's a place for conversation and mm -hmm. face to face. Like, do you ever get burned out with that, you know, or do you ever need just y your time or how have you, how have you married kind of your personality with the, the coffee house business? Yeah. Um, you know, the biggest thing I, I love that every day is different. You know, it, it's, uh, it's, it kind of makes me have to not try to control everything because you never know who's going to walk in the door and oh, yeah. who wants to talk about what. And I, I kind of love that, you know, I, I get to interact with so many different kinds of people every day. And that, you know, to me is, is such a blessing. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, to continue learning about people, what they want, you know, um, what makes them feel good. You know, I, I, I'm don't have such a business background, but I, feel that I can understand people fairly well yeah. um, and can show people that I genuinely do care about them. And, you know, on a human level that, that feels good. You know, if, if someone is seeing you and, and validating your presence and even saying you, you know, you are valued here, you're, you're a member of the community. Like we really do care about you. That shines through in, in the coffee that we're making for you or the sandwich that we're making, you know, we're mindful of that. It's going into your body. And that's, that's something we take very seriously, you know? So if we're leading with that genuine, you know, care and compassion for community, it, it really changes everything. And I try to keep that very present with me, you know, each day. Um, it can be draining, but honestly, I'm, I'm here and all in on passion. You know, I just, 
I feel as though in a lot of ways, my journey has led me to Rocky Mountain and to Wilson. And, um, you know, I'm honored to get to, to get to do this, to get to run with my creative ideas, to get to partner with so many amazing people. I mean, it's really about relationships and it has been from, you know, long before we even opened, you know, I did a, a Kickstarter uh, campaign prior to opening. And I think that gave some, you know, understanding of the why or the motivation for me to come here and do this downtown. Um, and 250 people contributed to that, you know, so even if it's five or $10 from each person, it's, it's a emotional attachment of, I help, you know, make this thing become real. It wasn't so much about the money. It's just, you know, we're building this thing together and I, yeah, yeah. you know, now we're going to hit the four, a uh, year mark of being open um, next week. And, you know, it's remarkable. It's it's still very much about relationships and partnerships at every turn and getting to continue to grow things by way of how we're all growing together. You know, it's, it's very organic. And um, I, yeah, I'm honored to get to play the role that I, that I do kind of facilitating all of this and giving people space to, showcase their creativity and being even a, you know, a literal platform for expression, you know, like open mic night or yeah, yeah. the wall, we have local makers goods and <clears throat> even up and down the menu, it's, it's all partnerships with local farmers or makers or bakers and, you know, just, yeah, I love it. It's very relationship driven. Well, let's, let's get into that side of the business. Cause that's something that I think most people may, may be aware of a little bit, but may not be fully aware of everything, all the partnerships and the different ways that you, you know, to use your own words, showcase others. Um, talk about some of the events, talk about some of the regular, you know, creative things you have going on and maybe some of those partnerships you mentioned, like with farmers or with other, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe not so much brewers now, but like, you know, just other vendors that you, you know, who do you source from? Like, who do you allow to come out to open mic and who performs? Mm-hmm. You know, talk about some of that stuff that's pretty regular at La Rema. Yes. So, you know, to me, I'm, I try to stay with the abundance mindset where everyone, you know, if we work together, we can all win and we can achieve things that we never could dream of individually, you know, so that kind of drives me. Um, there are so many amazing people and organizations doing things in this area that, you know, I was like, I don't need to come in and try to reinvent the wheel. I want to meet the people that are doing it well and partner with them if at all possible. And something I really do appreciate about Twin County Media as well is like y'all are trying to spread the good news, you know, and that's just, there's so much goodness happening here that just no one is hearing about. And, you know, I think that's a shame. So I appreciate that a lot. Um, And so for me, you know, I try to shed light on on those people and things as well um so yeah we have some standard monthly events you know open mic night is my personal favorite every month it just depends who wants to show up and and share whatever they want you know people sing they do spoken word poetry okay so this isn't like this isn't just karaoke this is like yeah, this is anything. Yes, so yeah. karaoke is a totally separate monthly event that we oh, do. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay. so that one. So open mic just, is different. That's okay. right. Yeah, open mic, um, and we partner with a local uh, creative arts group called the Mount Collective, and, okay. and those guys host the events. But um, yeah, folks are welcome to sign up and and you know whatever they feel like sharing. Even it could be telling jokes or storytelling. Um, it happens. Yeah, every month. Um, usually, it's the last Friday of the month. Um, but like I said, that one's my favorite because it's just 
depending on who decides to show up and what yeah, they yeah. feel like sharing. Um, but it's always a safe, you know, intimate, uh, supportive space, not one of judgment. And, and it's just like healing to, to be in that space and, and, you know, allow for people to share something held so close, you know, it just, it's very healing. Um, so I love that open mic night. Um, like I said, we have karaoke monthly, we do a live jazz band plays every month. And, um, you know, that's a great opportunity to, let people know that Thelonious Monk is from Rocky Mount, you know, jazz uh, piano legend. And that's, that's fantastic. You know, those are those sorts of stories that it's I think really need to be told. So, um, yeah, jazz, we have different local bands play. Um, we do a sip and paint monthly, um, trivia night has been really fun. Um, don't forget some of the yoga. Yes, we're doing yoga now. So we have a event space that we've expanded, uh, the coffee house to include a, a new room, um, there. So now we're occupying the entirety of the first floor of the building, uh, in downtown Rocky Mount. And, and this event space I intentionally set up to be very versatile. So all the tables and chairs can be stacked and stowed and we can do things like, you know, yoga, dance night, um, you know, whatever the purpose is, and it can hold up to 60 people. Um, we've been doing engagement parties, birthday parties, bridal shower, um, anything that, that folks want to do. And, um, you know, being that we have a kitchen and all kinds of drinks, great, you know, beer and wine, um, all sorts of things we, you know, can provide the food, drinks, service in-house. It just makes it a very smooth and easy process. And I'm currently only charging $50 an hour to make use of the event space, just really trying to make it affordable and sure. activate that space. Um, as I know, it can be difficult to find, you know, private uh, room to, to rent. So yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, thrilled to have had the opportunity to expand. Um, and um, yeah, just really believe in, in you know, the future of, of downtown. Well, that was going to be my next question is uh, what, you know, what do you think, what do you think we need in downtown? Some of the, th I mean, you've been there longer than most from a commercial tenant standpoint, but what do you, what are some of the things we need? Yeah. You know, to me, it's, it's, my mindset is still any, everything, you know, just things that are going to bring a diverse crowd out is exactly yeah. what we need. I, I would say first and foremost, more restaurants, yeah. you know, because that's where people are coming out having an experience, you know, and potentially spending enough time to bop around to different, you know, businesses that are right. open downtown and become more aware of, of what's going on there. You know, I, the event center is, is a wonderful thing. It brings a lot of people into downtown. I think the challenge there is to, to, to get, how do you keep of, them? Keep them there. Yes. You know, have an experience, come down, make downtown a destination where there are multiple things happening, where it's lively, where it feels, yeah. Where it feels inviting and safe, you know, this is a, a, a tough perception to push back on. And I can see it, you know, if, if there are buildings that don't look so attractive, you know, or it's dark and, you know, there aren't there isn't good lighting and, you know, it just it, it doesn't feel that inviting all the time. But if more, you know, businesses would open, there was more activity, more diversity in programming, perhaps. Um, I think we could draw a lot more folks to downtown. I'm hearing all the time people are saying, you know, um, wow, I haven't been downtown in years. I had no idea all this was going on. You right, know, right, right. A lot of people that come 
to the shop, for example, on the weekends going down I-95, they're just like amazed with downtown, just yeah. like I was when I first saw it. You know, it's it's quite picturesque and you just you can see what it was and, you know, you want to honor that history. And then, you know, you can see what it could become that if we sure. could work together, you know, to write a new chapter, there's there's just so much potential. It's it's beautiful. And I'll, I'll say I'm very encouraged by the new city manager. I think we have a lot of potential to, you know, move forward in a, in a good way um, uh, with with this new leadership in place. I agree. I've, I've had a few conversations, not just with him, but with some of his assistant managers. And I've, I feel like we're moving in the right direction and people, you know, everybody's singing the same tune, which is they want to see dollars going into downtown and businesses and people and residents, you know, beds and he- heads and beds. I always get that mixed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm encouraged too. I think I think we need to have more people living downtown too, mm-hmm. because you know this perception. And maybe I'll ask this to you as well. You know, your business is located downtown. Some people's perception is that downtown's like, oh, it's not safe. Well, you know, don't go downtown. You know, my always my pushback to that is, well, there's nobody downtown, so how can it be unsafe? And that's not a slight towards you know your business or any mm-hmm. others, but there's just not that much going on. But you're a draw to downtown. So I mean, like, what would be your your stance to that because I don't think downtown's unsafe at all, right? right. I, I think it's beautiful. Um, there are certainly areas of town that may not be the most desirable, and there are other areas that are more desirable, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But our downtown is it's quiet, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess is the right word to use, in my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, it, it still is at this time um, in, in, in large part, but there's a lot of good stuff happening. You know, just have to look a little further. Um, I think most everyone I hear from is surprised, pleasantly surprised to see as much activity happening as there is. And yeah, yeah, there's same. a lot more in know, the pipeline. For behind, sure. Yeah. Behind yeah, yeah. behind the windows and doors, there's a lot going on. Um, so, you know, I'm encouraged by that. But I just yeah, I really, you know, invite any and everyone to come see for themselves. You know, I think the big challenge is just the perception and and the, um, you know, the news that you hear, you know, if, if that turns you away, you know, you can't help that, but you have to be willing to see for yourself, you know, um, and have an open mind. Like, like you said, you know, for sure. Um, I mean, that's why we started Twin County Media. That's why I, I had the idea. I was just so tired and fed up of all the negative perception when, when you just put your eyes on things like, we have a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of great things, not just in downtown Rocky Mount, but in other, you know, in Tarboro and Nashville, mm-hmm. I mean, across the twin counties, there's just so much good here that just goes unhighlighted and unheralded. For right. Sure. So, um, you know, not, not unlike, uh, what you said, you know, creating a physical space where good conversation, just conversations in general from all types and stripes of people can come and, and have those same thing in the media space. There's just not this, you know, overarching twin County that's able to highlight the good things going on and bring people together over that. But like most people are like, well, yeah, I'd love to see some good things that are going on. Show it to me. So Mm -hmm. I said, okay, we will, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we'll bring it to you. That's right. Yeah. So much. Yeah. 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 Appreciate that a lot. Well, so, um, talk a little bit about a a little bit about your Wilson location and and kind of your plans there. Yes. So, um, we opened uh, our satellite location in downtown Wilson in November, 2020, um, and we had only opened here in Rocky Mount uh, in September 2019. So we had, you know, six six busy months before COVID hit. And, and then, you know, just such a shock that, you know, bringing 
bringing people together is the whole mission. And that's exactly what is, you know, causing harm at this, you know, as COVID set in. So that was just, yeah, very difficult, but, you know, we were able to find ways to keep serving the community and, um, part of the, the need, uh, to open in Wilson was just to reach a broader audience. You know, we had to find a way to get more people, more coffee, you know, um, to be able to sustain, just to keep things alive, uh, keep the dream alive. So like I said, November, 2020, we opened in, uh, the gig East exchange. It's a co-working space owned by the city of Wilson. Um, in November, 2020, it's been, it's been great. Uh, it's a coffee bar in, in the lobby of the co-working space. So it's, you know, a bit limiting with how much space we have there. And it didn't take long for us to, to be open there. And people were in Wilson were like, we, we want what you have going on in Rocky Mount that, you know, this downtown also is, you know, on the come up and people need space to come together. And, you know, the co-working space, we have a, a bit of seating there, but it's more for, you know, a work mindset, more for people that are members of, you know, the co-working okay, or, yeah. or renting an office there. Um, so yeah, I saw the opportunity and, you know, over the last several years have been, you know, fostering the relationships and just learn more and more about the wants and needs of the downtown Wilson community. And so we've been proceeding toward opening a, a much larger location in downtown Wilson. It's just one block over from where we currently are. So the address will be 111 Tarboro Street. Um, we are just about two to three months from opening at this time. Um, big, beautiful space, um, largely modeled after what we've got here in Rocky Mount. Uh, we've learned a lot about what you know works well and what doesn't, and um, really excited to to expand our menu and footprint in Wilson, and and really just to provide a, a space for the coming together of people. Um, the building of community, um, the listening and, and learning and experiencing and yeah, just being a, a good part of, um, the growth of, of downtown. Yeah. Well, I would say to all the twin County media listeners, um, Wilson, downtown Wilson is a great example of like what can happen to a downtown if you get, you know, everybody that's not just government, but also citizens and, businesses and and residents on board i mean and, and it is just beginning i mean th there's a lot that's in the pipeline there that's all i'll say mm -hmm. but it's uh it's it's an example of what could happen in rocky mount right and they're not different in terms of size or scope of cities or, or demographics even so you know if Wilson can do it, we can do it here in Rocky Mount. Is what I always mm -hmm. like to say. So, you know, we are TC Media. Maybe one day we'll uh, we'll expand to Tri County Media. There I don't know. Go. I've never said that publicly, but uh, <laughs> we're Twin County Media right now. But uh, uh -huh. I love what Wilson's got going on down there, and glad that you're a part of it. Yes. So it sounds like you're you're expanding there. So hopefully we'll see some expansion here at some point too. Yes, as this downtown continues to grow. So. Yes. Um, all right. Well, we've hit we've hit the coffee side. Um, you know, I know you had mentioned a beverage company. You know, we can talk about that, or if you want to just softly, you know, mention that, that's fine too. And then any other things you want to chat about while I've got you here. 
Sure. Yeah. Um, we have launched uh, Lorema Beverage Company, uh, a brewery. Um, we are currently and have been um, renting some brewing equipment over at Rocky Mount Mills. So we've been brewing the beer for months now, um, honing those recipes. It's been very well received. Uh, we've had three different beers rotating on tap at the coffee shop um, downtown Rocky Mount, as well as a handful of other restaurants and bottle shops around town. Um, we're still in the process of working toward opening our own um, brewery and tap room. So stay tuned for that. Um, but we are, we are excited to move forward. You know, the, the goal or the point is space for people to come together and, you know, beer similar to coffee and food has a, has a distinct way of doing that. And, you know, in line with the Lorema vision, um, it will be for everyone. We're, we're going to do non-alcoholic beer. We're going to do seltzers. We're going to do sodas, uh, ice cream. It, it will be, the people's brewery, you know, it's going to be for everyone. I love it. It's not just uh, for your, you know, craft beer aficionado exclusively. It's, it's for them and, and everyone else. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, we're, did you just rename the brewery to the people's brewery? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I like that name, by the way, that's kind of cool. <laughs> Appreciate it. But yeah, that's, that's the goal and, and the vision with that. Um, and yeah, excited to keep, to keep going and, and seeing, you know, where things take us. Um, but I'm fully, you know, Rocky Mountain is home for me. Um, I, I truly love it here. I love the people I've met and gotten to know, um, and really don't have uh, a, a mindset of, of growth for the sake of growth. I, I don't expect to go anywhere aside from Rocky Mountain Wilson at any point. Um, as far as the, you know, business is concerned. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love what's happening here, and I think it's just such an exciting time to be here. Um, mentioned I was in, in Durham. I lived there for about 10 years before you know, coming uh, this way and just saw what, what happened you know, with, with downtown growing so rapidly and you know, in, in good ways and, and, and challenging ways. You know, so I, I learned a lot there, and um, I think the key is to get a, a very diverse uh, set of perspectives at the table. Um, and that's, you know, if everyone can work it out together and, you know, like I said earlier, we can achieve, you know, bigger and better things than we ever thought possible. Um, so, you know, you're seeing that in Wilson, there's been a lot of, um, I guess from a leadership standpoint, a lot of different people, saying let's 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 make it downtown you know let's put resources to downtown let's support artists who want to have a gallery downtown you know let's make that doable um financially let's make it sustainable and um you know just getting a, a diversity of, of folks downtown it's, it's it's what downtown should be you know yeah, it, yeah. it should be a eclectic mixture of things that are just going to draw all kinds of people out and you know uh create sidewalks that are that are busy and you know people saying hello and uh you know just that social fabric you know it's really to me the most important thing is that that social capital that we can that we can build um it's just yeah you know financially it has to be sustainable and um you know i understand that but but to me it's it's yeah even more important is the is the social capital and and the bringing people together and and seeing where that where that can take us. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, out of all the cities in the triangle, I mean, I, I lived in Chapel Hill for about 10 years, and, and I, don't get me wrong, I love Chapel Hill. It's a special mm-hmm. place in my heart. But Durham, downtown Durham, is like the best example, I think, out of all the, the cities in the triangle of, of just the best, you know, mixture of people and, you know, it just brings everybody together, right? Like, you've just got it's just got the best mix in, in my opinion. Now mm-hmm. they've had challenges cause there's been so much money that's just come in into downtown right. and you know, it's hard to keep it affordable for everybody. Exactly. I get that. Like that's a challenge always when you have that much development anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in terms of like, you know, it, it's character, the real estate, the architecture, the businesses, the vibe, like it's, it's got the best mix. I think downtown Raleigh's getting there. Um, but that's, just my my perspective from living mm-hmm. in the triangle for a bit I, I always loved durham i thought if rocky mount could be a little a little durham we'd, we'd be doing okay <laughs> in some people's minds they may disagree but uh you know no i see a, a lot of overlap. there's a lot of similarities mm-hmm. yeah yeah even when i first you know in 09 came down and, and went to durham you know it, it was just it was a yeah a lot more boarded up buildings and you oh know, yeah it had some feeling of just disinvestment but but the potential you know and I, I really i had that same sort of feeling when i f- first came to rocky mountain it's it's wow this the potential is is sky high this is uh you know historic quality and character that you, you can't build it this way anymore it's yeah. it's it's absolutely beautiful and breathtaking and um to honor that and and tell those stories and get to you know help write a new chapter um it's it's just quite an honor yeah so you've got your four-year block party coming up Saturday the 16th yes. of September. Correct. That's at Larima Coffee Shop from... 7 to 11 p.m. 7 to 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. So be yep. there. Next no Saturday. tickets or anything. Just show no up. No tickets. Yep. We've going to... Uh, Drink, got, hang out. Yep. Live music outside in the parking lot as well as inside. Um, food trucks. We're going to have a tent outside serving beer on tap as well as we'll be grilling. Um, we're going to kind of do... Uh, like Oktoberfest yeah, vibe nice. out there. So Good. we'll have, you know, sausages and nice. um, peppers and onions Love and that. pretzels and different things like that. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, and then also, as we have done in years past, there will be, uh, I've invited all sorts of local artists and makers and vendors to set up tables outside in the grass and showcase their work and make some sales as well. Nice. Um, so yeah, just... Um, it's a, yeah, a big showcase, you know, of what's going on and just a chance to take a step back and, and, and celebrate that it's, you know, it's been four, uh, years four uh, amazing and challenging and, and beautiful years. And, um, may there be many, 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 more many more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Add a zero behind it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, Kevin, anything else before we wrap up? appreciate the time today. Um, no, I'm, I'm grateful as well. Um, you know, Lorema means my friend and, uh, you know, set out to make a space of, of friendship and openness and welcoming. And, um, just want to say thank you to everyone who's, you know, chosen to, to walk in the door and, and be a part of that. Awesome. Well, Kevin, this was a pleasure. Thanks for coming on and, uh, check out the, uh, I don't know if y'all still have the butterscotch latte. We do. Yeah. Oh man. Are y'all going to do any fall stuff? Yes. We just came up with a s'mores latte last week. Oh boy. Um, yeah. Toasted marshmallow syrup and our mocha and we put marshmallows on top and graham cracker on the side that's been a fun one uh next will be pumpkin Pumpkin, spice latte of course gotta have the pumpkin spice but in our fashion of, of 
you know, doing it uh, thoroughly and, and as high quality as we can, we buy pumpkins, roast them in oh, house wow. and, and use the real pumpkin to make this syrup. So oh, stay man. tuned for that. It should be in the next two to three weeks. We'll have that one out. I'm a black coffee drinker. I love counterculture coffee, yes. but I will get lattes from you. The butterscotch is phenomenal. Oh, thank so you. Thank you. Get yourself one of those very soon. <laughs> Kevin, this was a pleasure, man. Pleasure's all mine. Thanks for having me.